Because when you show up, people show up. Okay, When you show up authentically, your people show up authentically for you and authentically connected to you. So when you're clear about your value and you say, I'm going to say no to that speaking engagement, or I'm going to say no to that thing that I'm doing, it's because I'm making space. A lot of times when we think about boundaries, we think about what we're closing off, but we don't think about what we're making space for. You're listening to the Melanin Medicine and Motherhood Podcast, the show that teaches Black women in medicine and academia how to live more fulfilled lives and go from just surviving to thriving. And I'm your host, Dr. Omolara thomas Iwamandino, physician, researcher, professor, social entrepreneur, wife, and mom of two. Whether it be reducing burnout, rediscovering your why, improving work-life integration, navigating racism, or just trying to keep it all together, my guests and I always have you covered. It's time to get inspired, get a plan, and get to work. Welcome to the Sisterhood. Hey, everyone, and we are back with the Melanin Medicine Motherhood Podcast. This is Dr. Molara. And I'm super excited once again to be here with you all. I really just wanted to share that for those of you who attended the Pivot Into Your Purpose workshop who are listeners, thank you. We finished the Pivot Into Your Purpose workshop on the 23rd of February and it was magical. It was amazing to see women who had decided that what they were dealing with, what they were going through was not something that they had to settle for. And we were able to have a number of people learn, grow, and also take action. And so many of those people actually decided to come into the empowered program uh, that we have for Black women in medicine to empower to get strategy, to get them moving, to reach their vision. And we are eternally grateful for that. And many women who did not come into Empowered had a plan and said, okay, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to change things. And that brings a smile to my heart. So thank you to all of you. And also for those of you who don't know what the Vivint to Your Purpose Workshop is, I don't know why, if you've been listening to this podcast, but make sure... I think we'll be doing our next one in April. So stay tuned, stay alert, do not miss it. It is transformational. And I'm not just saying this because I created it. I'm saying it because that's what people tell me. I did want to let you guys know that today we are going to be talking about purpose, but more so about passion. And one of the things that I think that has been a real journey for me has been understanding that my passion is not something frivolous. It is not something that, you know, is taking away my attention, but something that I need to be dedicating more attention to because it definitely is telling me something about myself. If I recognize what is it about this thing that brings me such joy? And one of the things that a lot of times keeps us away from our passion is because we're like, well, you know what? I need to make money. I need to, I got bills to pay, Omolara. I got stuff I need to do. I got to save money. These kids are getting, these kids ain't going to feed themselves and all of the other things. And I think that one thing that is a revelation since becoming an entrepreneur has been how 
I could take this passion and actually recognize that there's a gift for other people that other people need that they can't tap into on their own and that they would actually pay for. Yes, profit. So today we're going to be talking about how do we turn our passion into profit? And I hope you guys have some notes because you know how I do. I like to teach a lot. And this is coming from a, a webinar that I did that was really about kind of, are you going to sink or swim? And it was about the five strategies to turn our passion to our profit. And I think that this was really timely because many of us found ourselves in spaces that, and find ourselves now in spaces where the healthcare industry is not as stable as we thought it was. Also, we are not as impermeable to layoffs and lack of bonuses and all those other things in healthcare as once thought. And also the idea that, you know, when we couldn't make decisions for ourselves and our health and kind of had to put ourselves into spaces that maybe we didn't want to, how do we take back ownership of our lives and how do we really start to say, this is how I want my life to be And a lot of times it's tapping into that passion because we know that we are going to stay with it. We know that the thing that we love, we usually will figure out a way to make sure that we keep doing it. And if we can figure out a way to make that passion something that we can spend a significant amount of our time on, right? Because the thing that we spend the most time, our waking hours on is our work. But if we can meld those two worlds, How exciting would that be? And as you know, for some of you, that is what I get to do. I get to kind of do career strategy for Black women in medicine, help them think about how they need to transform, how they need to transition, or how they need to expand right (laughs) their careers in order to provide more of that work-life integration, but also to make sure that they're living lives that are purpose-led. And I want you to think about right now, Am I living my life in a way that is purpose-led, that is, you know, connected to my passion, or is my profession and the thing I get paid for pulling me away from that? And so you're going to, I can't answer that question for you guys. You're going to have to answer that question. And I hope that this episode allows for you to start getting the wheels turning, okay? And once the genie is let out of the bottle, you cannot put it back in. I'm just warning you. Really important also to say when the aha shows up, how am I going to move? How am I going to take action? And for those of you who do need support after listening to this episode, please do not be scared. Come to a discovery call with me. You can um, literally just go to our website at www.melaninmedicinemotherhood.com. And also, I wanted to let you know one thing before we get to the episode. I have an ebook out that is for sale and it aligns perfectly with this episode. The ebook is actually the 10 signs that you need to start planning your pivot right now. I said it, okay? The 10 signs that you need to start planning your pivot right now. And that ebook is available. It is going to be on my website. You'll also, if you follow me on Instagram at Melody Medicine Motherhood, you'll find the link to get it there as well. Do not miss out on this. It is only $27. Okay. I know that some of you have had discovery calls and yes, coaching and strategy is 
you know, important and it's an investment, but this is only $27. So catch the ebook, find out, is it time? Is it time? I've been telling myself it's time, but maybe I need some confirmation. Yes, you can catch this ebook. And also just letting you guys know this month, we're all going to be talking about, it's Women's History Month. So we're going to be talking about taking up space. And you're going to see that resonating in terms of ways that we can free ourselves and take up space. And this is just one avenue of that. And so I'm hoping that you'll adore this episode and hoping that it'll start making you think and making you act. All right, let's get started with the episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Today, you are in the right place if you're coming here to talk about are you going to sink or swim in 2021? And we're all going to be swimming. Really, my goal for today is for us to start to learn these five strategies. And there are five really important strategies that I think have been essential, that have been crucial, actually, to doing what we need to do in order to make sure that we don't fall back from where we could be. It's easy to become complacent and to say, oh, I can't anymore. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to let go and kind of just settle in the struggle and the sacrifice that much of 2020 has, has caused for us. But I would say that 2020 has actually been one of my best years in particular because it's really motivated me to level up. It's really motivated me to be innovative. So the other thing that I wanted for us to think about as well is just to know that this is time that is going to be, you need to take the time to take in all of this information. So I want you to really make sure that you are prepared, that you have a pen, that you have a paper, because we're going to take some notes. We're going to digest this information because the goal is not to sit and just consume it, but the goal is to sit and to get it and to ask questions for clarity and then to take action. So I want you to really be clear about that. And I'm promising you that at the end of this, you will have the tools to say, what do I need to do first? And what do I need to do next in order to move myself into a space where I can identify my passion and I can actually make it profitable? And I don't have to kind of sit in a space where I'm settling because of either a paycheck or because it just seems too scary to do what it is that I feel like I'm called to do. Or maybe you're somebody who even needs help in terms of finding that clarity in what I need to do that is going to be helpful for um, moving me to my next level and helping me become profitable. And I think both of those people are going to benefit from tonight. So one of the things that I think is also really important is for me to introduce myself and why you should even be talking to me. I am a success strategist, okay? I am not a coach. <laughs> I am a success strategist. I have spent over a decade supporting Black women in medicine and academia to make sure that they have the tools and a system that allows for them to show up authentically But I will tell you, even in my experience, despite doing this for a long time, I burned myself out to the point that I ended up in the hospital, to the point that I had to take medical leave, to the point that I ended up with a chronic illness. 
And I said that that was the point where instead of helping women get success and get the strategy and the system on how to move forward, instead of that being something I like to do, that was something that now had become my passion because I didn't want one other woman to go through what I went through at all. At all. I did not want anyone else. And so that was the decision I made to say, this is not something that is something that I'm good at, but this is something that I'm supposed to be doing. And we're going to talk about that for you also. We're going to talk about how your passion, right? How to identify it and then how to say, you know what? This actually is something that I can create to provide a diversity in my income and to also become profitable. But I will say that it's going to require work. And I will say that this is not a get rich quick. So if that is what you're looking for, then you should probably come off now because that's not what we're doing here. But we are going to get actionable steps and actionable objectives that you can take and then start to implement and put into action. As we go through this process, there are going to be certain things that come up that might be the mistakes that I made. So I want you to kind of have that in the back of your mind that, you know, knowing what those mistakes that I'm mentioning right now are, because if they come up for you, then just to know, we might want to reconsider and and think differently about that. And so one of the biggest mistakes as I was putting together the strategy and thinking about how do I make my passion into profit, one of the things was I thought I could do this on my own. I thought, you know, I'm a smart girl. I can read. I I went to medical school. I can do, I got this. Just tell me what the books are. Tell me what the planner is. Tell me what what it is. Does this sound familiar to anyone? And I'll be fine. And I failed miserably. One, because I just really did not have, I was not equipped to kind of look at my situation objectively and say, oh, okay, this is how I need to move. The second thing I was also told that it was all in my head and I just had to change my thoughts and that then everything is going to look better. And I think, you know, I am someone who agrees with that coaching style, but I don't agree with the fact that that's all that there is. And so that's why I differentiate myself in terms of being a strategist, in terms of being someone who's going to help you ask the right questions to yourself to get deep, but it's also going to put in strategy and going to put in the systems and give you a roadmap and actually lead you. Because if it was just in my thoughts and I could do it by myself by asking myself questions, I would have done it. You would have done it by now as well. But no, we actually do need guides and we do need sometimes accountability as well. And so that was the other thing that was a mistake where I thought, you know, I got the plan now. I got this. I'm going to take action. Yeah, action did not happen at all because no one was there kicking my butt and helping me move forward to where I needed to be. The reason why I really love doing this is that I remember the first time that I did this and I remember it was for one of my old, my old clients and we went through this whole content and she was coming in and she was like, I'm old. <laughs> I'm telling you her real words. I'm old. Life, you know, has passed me by. It's, I'm too old to change now. There's nothing in my life that can change at this point. By the end of this, 
And with, of course, not just this, but with our working together, she was able to actually come out of it with a plan in terms of how she was going to create her program. So she was in academia. She actually was able to make the decision. Her hospital was going to fund her program. She was going to move into the thing that she had dreamed about, which was working internationally and supporting that. And it was just like a 180. And she is really on a road to success now from I don't have any new skills. I, I, my life is not going to change. So that is what keeps me passionate and that is what keeps me going. Make sure you have your pen and make sure you have your paper because this is really important. This is not just about getting the information, but this is about how we're going to take it and take action. Okay. So let's get started. What we are going to learn today, I do want you to make sure that you think about a specific place for you that has been really difficult to move forward. Why I say think of something specific is that that really helps us to kind of zone in on the place where we need to focus and what we're trying to change and what's the area that we want to change in our lives. So number one, when we talk about steps that are five strategies that are needed for us to turn our passion into profit, first I want you to interrogate what that question, what is my passion? Particularly because the question for us is we need to use our past and get really clear. If you know that purpose, that passion that you are on this earth to do, your why, quote unquote, if that is clear to you, if there's never been any you know, doubt about it. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to use our past. Whether you're somewhat clear, whether you're not clear at all, The first thing that I say is a a real important strategy in terms of making your passion profitable is by using your past to identify what have been the experiences that have been extremely meaningful for you. What that means is starting to think back. You could think back in adolescence, young adulthood, in your mid-30s. You could think about whatever those time periods are, but where have been the points that have been most meaningful? And one of the things you want to counteract that with is where do you often now find flow? So flow, write this down, flow is where you lose track of time and flow is where you feel kind of at ease, right? It doesn't feel hard. Where does that show up for you? And if you haven't asked yourself these questions before, this is really important. This is the time to do it now. And to really write it down and interrogate, because I will tell you, please listen to me. I will tell you that if you go through this and you're not truly asking yourselves the question, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not going to get the most out of this session. And I know you guys worked hard to get here. So make sure that you're as interactive as you can be, that you're writing down, that you're asking the questions. So where has flow shown up for you? Let's say in the past month or two months, where has flow shown up for you? Where does it feel like you're doing something? You're really engaged. You really feel like sometimes you can just do it forever. You lose track of time where it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like, oh, this is like a great thing to do. Where is that showing up for you? The second thing that I ask in that, this is still number one, the first strategy is what is the zone of genius for me? So you may have heard this terminology in Empowered. 
with our um, with our group coaching and with our strategy sessions, I talk about genius a lot. And one of the questions I usually ask is kind of, what is the thing that often, okay, people are kind of like, wow, you do that so well. Like, oh my gosh, you're always amazed. And you're kind of looking at them like, this is not, this is not hard. What is, what are you talking about? What is that thing for you? So if you can think about this, I'm asking you to take a few things for us to really map out what is the purpose and the passion. One of the things that really breaks us up from being profitable, right, when we are deciding that we want to move into something else is the fact that we haven't been clear. We kind of are like, well, let me go into doing something like this. You know, it seems good. Or let me go instead of going inside and saying, what have I done? What is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing and being very clear about that? And why that clarity is important is because when it's clear, you stay in this for the long run. You don't quit (laughs) because you know that this is not an option. This is kind of your, this is your purpose. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And so you're able to have that longevity and that longevity means that you're able to tweak And you're able to shift in the ways that you need to in order for there to be the ability to make sure that you're making a profit and getting the connections that you need to move forward. So I want you to answer those three things. What have been the experiences that have been meaningful? And you can write down these questions and then make sure that you go back to them. It's becoming difficult to think about it right now. Where do I find flow in my life right now when I'm doing things and it just feels like it's coming to me? Where is that? And then also number three is starting to figure out what are the things that I am always praised about? What do people always say they cannot believe that I can do this so well? When we come to that, we are getting very close to what our passion and our purpose is. And then that allows for us to now say, this is the space that I want to now take a journey into looking and wading through to find out what's the piece of it. How can I make it profitable? Okay. So that's the first thing. Strategy number two. What I'd like you to think about is identifying your priorities. Now I know everyone's like, oh, wait, okay, profit. So let's go through the business plan. No, this is the problem because usually what happens, we create the business plan and we haven't done the the mindset before the mechanics, right? We haven't done any of this work. And then we start getting into the business and we start moving into the new venture or whatever we're doing that is supposed to be our saving grace. And then we start like treading water, right? We start drowning. We're not moving. And the reason is because we haven't done this first work. So I know, I know because that's me. I'm impatient too. I'm like, wait, no, let's get to this. No, first you got to start here. And I'm telling you this because this happened to me. And I was like, nope, I'm circumventing that. Let's put the plan together. And then I ended up wasting so much time trying to now do this work that I'm telling you right now, these first strategies And now I'm in a place where things are moving really nicely and I'm able to do what I love and I'm able to do what I love and make a profit and be able to continue doing what I love and hopefully supporting women the way that they need to be supported in their success. Okay. So number two 
is identify your priorities, okay? So why are we even talking about priorities? Priorities really are around values, okay? And I want you to think a lot about what are the values that are important to me? If you have not written those core values down, you're doing yourself a disservice. What are the core values And how I usually back into values a lot of times is I try to, this is very funny, but I usually tell people, think about what pisses you off that other people do. Like, what are your pet peeves? And usually those are kind of the opposite of your value. So if your pet peeve is when people are late, right? Your value is when people show up. People show up ready and are like, that's a real important value to be ready and able to like get started and do what you need to do. So that that is really important. So you want to be able to think about what are the core values? If my core value, some of this may be, you'll know what it is. You'll know that faith is a core value of mine. When I'm not doing it, I start to like feel like, oh gosh, You know, I should be doing it. It's the places where you start to feel that tinge of guilt a little bit. So then you can get there. Now, why am I talking about values? So what happens when you have this amazing passion and this plan, right? And you're moving in that direction, but you're still where you are right now and you want to move into that direction. What happens is that if you don't start to know those values, you will basically run over them and you will not respect them. So if my value is family and my value is faith or my value is you know loyalty, then I need to make sure that I set up my life where the new thing that I'm going to create is respecting those boundaries, respecting that this is going to have to give me time for family or this is going to have to actually allow for me to still practice whatever I'm doing in my faith. This is going to still have to show me that I'm making a difference. You're going to be able to be really not only clear on what the passion is, but clear on what the format is of how you want your business or how you want your venture to look because it has to check those boxes. It can't cause distress in that area or cause a problem with that value or be in conflict with this other value because then we know when we're doing it, at some point, the other shoe's going to drop. And that's going to be the issue. And so a lot of times if we're not thinking like that and if we're not saying to ourselves, what are the core values, especially and some of you may already be in something that you're already creating and you're noticing like some of the things that are really important to you are getting sidestepped. That is going to be a recipe for disaster. And so it's really important in the beginning to be very clear about what is it that is a deal breaker? What is it that is my red line? What is it that has to be there and important? The other thing that values do is not only creating boundaries, but it also allows for you to have your why very crystal clear so that once again, you know what you're working towards, right? So if if making a difference is a huge value for you, then you know that you're going to have to see that and you're going to have to see that periodically showing up in your work and it'll allow for you to tweak your work to make sure that not only that you're showing up in a better way in the work that you do and whatever that passion is, because when you show up, people show up, okay? When you show up authentically, your people show up authentically for you and authentically connected to you. 
So when you're clear about your value and you say, I'm going to say no to that speaking engagement, or I'm going to say no to that thing that I'm doing, it's because I'm making space. A lot of times when we think about boundaries, we think about what we're closing off, but we don't think about what we're making space for. So I want to ask you a question. Do any of the following apply to you? Are you feeling burnt out, isolated, frustrated, unclear about the future, maybe stuck or overwhelmed or just fearful about taking the next steps towards your goals? Well, first, I want you to know that you're not alone. And second, I want you to know that you don't have to stay there. And how do I know that? Because I was you. As a Black woman in medicine and for Black women in academia, we have so much that we do for everyone else that it's easy to say that our needs, that our priorities don't matter. Well, they do and you do. So I want to invite you to learn a little bit more about Empowered and our signature programs. Empowered is helping Black women learn more about themselves, and actually step into their greatness. For example, our collective helps Black women experiencing isolation seek more knowledge, new skills, have peer mentors, and networking to help them navigate personal and professional challenges. Or maybe change makers, which is for the Black women in medicine and academia who's experiencing overwhelm, burnout, or lack of clarity on her purpose, and getting that personalized support and strategy to live more fulfilled through group coaching and strategy sessions. Or maybe you're a vision builder for Black women who are experiencing fear or lack of the necessary skills to implement their vision and are seeking support and strategy to make that vision of their professional and their personal success a reality. So if any of these are where you sit, I would love to invite you to a discovery call with me, Dr. Omolara, CEO of Melanin Medicine and Motherhood and founder of Empowered. So don't stay where you are. You have so much to do, so much to give, and you have a greater purpose. And so let's walk into your greatness together. You can connect with me at www.melaninmedicinemotherhood.com com and just click on work with me and let's have a discovery call to lo- so I can learn more about you, what your goals are, what's holding you back and how we can support you. Once again, just click on www.melaninmedicinemotherhood.com and click on work with me. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Strategy number one, we talked about using your past. Strategy number two, starting to get clear on your values. So what is strategy number three? Now we're getting into the thick of this. This is about clarifying your process, okay? So what does clarifying your process mean? So we talked about past, we talked about priorities, now we're talking about process. Whenever we are thinking about, most of us are physicians, we're in medicine, and the reason we go is, right, say it with me, to help people Most of the work that we want to do and we want to accomplish, whatever way that if it's not in the current place that we're in or if it's not showing up in the place that we're in and we want to move into something else, the thing that usually resonates is we want to help somebody make some transformation, okay? There's some transformation that we're looking to have someone achieve when they work with us or when they're doing something with us, right? Or in our program or in the whatever we're creating. 
And so one of the things that's really important is talking about what is that transformation. And because you are you and because this is your passion, you know exactly what is necessary for that transformation. Usually I like to think about remembering things in threes because threes apparently by psychologists, we remember things much easier in threes. So this is how we create a process. What we want to do is we want to get a framework down on paper. Why do we get a framework down on paper? One is because we need to see it. We need to get it out of our head and see it and see where the holes are or see how easy is it for us to really translate the idea, right, into a concrete process. Not a plan, just the process of transformation. We're just trying to see, does this idea, does it make sense? And then what are the key components underneath it of the idea? I want to help people. How do you want to help people? Okay, this is the transformation. Then now we go into the framework. What are the three things that people need that you know people need because this is your passion, this is what you love to do, that you've seen in the past when you've done this, what are the three things that people need to get that transformation? My passion, for example, my passion is to help Black women in medicine achieve success on their own terms authentically and to thrive in home, work, or in any activity that they decide that they want to pursue. That is my gift and my passion, my purpose, okay? So one of the things that when we're doing that is we have those three things that we know people need in order to get that transformation. Now, for each of those necessary components, there are certain activities that you know are themes that have to happen in order for that component to actually, to actually occur. So for example, my transformation, right? Achieve success. I know that there has to be clarity. Clarity is one thing that's going to be extremely important. How do people get clarity? They have to know their strengths. They have to be able to have their values down pat. They have to also be able to clarify their purpose and mission. All of those are action words, right? They have to know their strengths or whatever, grow their strengths. They have to do this. They have to do that in order to get that clarity. The idea is what are the three most essential, crucial things for the transformation that you do? right? For people, what are the three things that they have to achieve? And then out of those three things, what are the activities for each of those three components? That is a work in progress that requires something that is called self-reflection and time. So you need to start thinking about where is the time, whether it be 20 minutes a day or an hour or 10 minutes, you need to start thinking about where that is. Clarifying the process is really about getting your framework together and why when you have that framework, when you take the time to create that framework, why is it going to be helpful? It's going to be helpful because now I can share it. Now, this is part number four. Strategy number four is you have to partner for accountability. Partner. So we talked about, let's go through them. We talked about using your past. We talked about making sure that we're identifying our priorities. We talked about clarifying the process and creating that framework and now partnering for accountability. So once you have your framework, usually people are like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. I got my one, I got my three, I got my nine activities. Let's get started. Let's start putting it together. 
And I'm like, hold on, hold, hold up, <laughs> hold up. Who have you shared that framework with? Now, that is the hard part. That's one of the hardest things that I had to do. Sharing that framework, because once that framework leaves your, first, once it leaves your brain onto the paper, that's one thing. That's one hurdle to actually do the time and take the time to say, I'm going to invest 20 minutes every day to getting this on paper. But then the hardest thing is to take that and use your voice to communicate it out to somebody else, because then it becomes alive. Then it's like, the genie has come out, you know, come out of the bottle. Can't put that in. Now it becomes real. And that's scary for a lot of us. But it's absolutely essential because what you created is nice. Okay. But we're not looking for nice. We're looking to swim in 2021. We're looking for strategies for success and profitability. And so nice is not going to cut it. We need for this to be one category of one, we need for this to be like the thing, right? That you do hands down. And that means that you need to share it in order to get the expansion of your idea and get all of the tweaks out, all of the gaps, all of the questions that are coming up from people that you trust who are either in a space where they have done that before or they have now created a new venture and have done that from a place where you were, a guide who can help you with that and see, oh, well, one thing you might want to think about here is this. And too often we don't do that because medicine teaches us to be lone rangers. It usually teaches us to don't say anything because if you, and especially as black women, if you say anything like, I'm not sure, or you ask for help, people will think that you're just not equipped or you're not able to. And we need to get out of that mindset and start to identify the trusted. Notice I said the trusted people who have done this before and can behold us not only to share it with, but also can hold us accountable and say, so how's that framework going? Did you make those edits? Did you do that? And hold us accountable to actually moving forward. Sometimes that literally, for a lot of the women I've worked with, that literally is the hardest part to share because then it's like, now I got to do it. Now somebody knows, okay? Before you act, I do ask that you partner with other people who are trusted, who are going to kind of help you interrogate it and not just guides. Also, we want to talk about peers. We want to talk about people who are in that same space. Okay, so I hope that strategy number four makes sense. And we got strategy number five. Strategy number five, we finally made it to number five. So number five is plan for profit. So the one thing that usually takes us away from the profitability is that we just haven't planned for it. And this is what I mean. Let me not simplify this, okay? So a lot of times when we say plan for profit, everyone's thinking about the finances. Oh, I got to make my emergency fund or I got to do this because I'm going to be branching out into something new. No. So what I mean by planning for profit is making sure that one, some of the things that we talked about, what are not only the funds, but what are the resources I need? Who are the supports? Is it a knowledge gap that I'm going to need in order to move this forward? Have I never like started a business or a company? Is it more of a knowledge gap I'm going to need? Is it an attitude check 
that I'm going to need in terms of becoming more optimistic and trying to start to branch out and not say, oh, this is never going to happen. And I need to actually surround myself and find communities that will support that. Is it an actual process that I need or is it new skills that I need? What you're trying to do is you want to plan for profit. We are in a time period where we're not joking around. If we decide that we want to do something, this is not just for play. This is really around investing and identifying where the areas that are are still areas that might hold me back from actually moving this forward and being clear about that and saying, okay, what's the strategy that I can use in order to actually fill in that gap? One of the things that you might also want to consider is saying, if it's a knowledge gap, do I have to learn all of this on my own or can I just get somebody, ask them the answer and and actually get that information, okay? Because there's one of two things that's going to happen. You're either going to spend time or you're going to spend money, okay? It's one or the other. If this is something you want to move forward quickly, then there's going to probably have to be some money spent. If this is something that you're going, that you don't want to spend money on, then there's going to be some time spent. And you have to realize, you have to kind of decide for yourself, what is that for me? How soon does this need to happen for me? Is this a now or a later thing? Okay. And for many of us, 2020 has taught us that we want to shift. And the reason why I'm doing this is because Thank God in 2019 and 20, I had already said from my circumstances that I'm going to shift, not even knowing that there would be such a a problem within our healthcare system or all and expose the fact that so many of us were at risk and not actually in the stability that we thought we were. And so I think of a Beyonce quote here, which is, she said, if I'm going to bet on anybody, it's going to be on myself. And I want you to also have that same idea. So I want you, when you're thinking about planning for profit, I want you to write it all down to start the process of what would need to be present, right? You want to write down what is the dream that you have? What is it that I'm envisioning is the work that I'm going to do in terms of this profitable business? What do I not have right now that is going to be important for making that work? So I want you all to think about that right now. Put one thing that as you think about where you want to be in 10 years, 15 years with the, with the venture, with whatever you're trying to create, what is one thing that you don't have right now that is going to be absolutely necessary for that to happen? It's really important to just quickly take an inventory of that. These are the kind of questions that then you're going to take a deeper dive into and start to move forward with. The other thing that I want you to think about is I want you to resist that tendency of perfection, right? Because we're going to write that down, but knowing that what we've written down is what we've written down. That is not going to be exactly what we plan. It's not going to look like that, but it's going to help motivate us to make sure that we're cultivating the areas that are our blind spots or our weaknesses, or we're able to do what? We're able to bring in the other people who are going to fill in those things. So that's one thing that whenever I'm talking with a lot of women about the planning for profit, they start to get overwhelmed when I say, okay, what is this going to look like in 15 years? Because they're thinking that this is just me. 
No, 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 no. This is not going to be just you there, right? In order for anything to be profitable, in order for anything to be profitable, that you have freedom that you're looking for and the success and without all of the stress, you're going to need a team. Now, how big that team is, I don't know, but you're going to need a team. And so it's just important for you as you're doing that work to not get weighed down and overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, but this seems so hard. Yeah, because you're not meant to do it alone. Okay, (laughs) so you're not meant to do it alone. One of the things I also want you to think about is, yeah, we need to get to the point, right? Planning for profit means how can this actually make money? And one of the things around this is, Being clear about what you want this to be. Do you want this to be something on the side of your career? Do you want this to be replacing your income? Do you want this to just add a diverse, like, you know, to add for wealth, right? What is it that you want it to be? That allows for us to really start to put together some numbers around what is the actual profit that you want to make. I want to be really clear with you about the fact that Empowered, which is the program that I offer actually, is a success accelerator. It's an accelerator. It's for Black women in medicine, and it helps them finally learn the systems on how to live, not only live the life that they want authentically, but think about how they can achieve the success that they want, whether that be in a new venture, whether that be at home, just in terms of like finding the boundaries, right? To even have the time for that reflection in delegating or whether it be at work and showing up in a way where you're advocating for yourself. The goal is that that actually that success, that formula is the same in terms of making sure that you're actually succeeding in all three of those areas. And we have an actual system, which is different from a lot of people where they talk about kind of the coaching and that we're going to pull this out of you. Yes, but there has to be some kind of framework under it. And we talk about four things, which is the self-awareness, which is around growing your genius and your strengths, pushing your priorities, knowing your values, being able to clarify your purpose and mission, getting self-aware, then building the systems. Where's, where, how am I not being time efficient? What is the way, what, how could I incorporate habit research to build those habits that I need? How about also making sure that have I found the right self-preservation strategy for me? Then third, do I have the supports? Have I strategically created my crew? Have I thought about how to claim my courage and delegate without fear, (laughs) right? Without the people pleasing and just delegate and say, this is for you. And have I acted with accountability? Am I making sure that I am finding the people who are going to make sure that I continue moving forward? The other thing is strategy. We cannot forget strategy. And strategy is the other piece of our system. The fourth piece of our system, it's one of the most important. And that's about creating the boundaries. That's about finding the vision, right? The 10 to 15 year vision. And also about starting to put together the 90 day objectives that are going to move us forward. And so those are really important things that a lot of times we don't think about that there is an actual strategy for our success and for our well-being, but not only success, what success looks like for us and being clear about this is not for, this is not a cookie cutter. This is going to help you find what your success is and help you find that without struggling, without sacrificing. And that's what's really, truly important. 
And so for those of you who are really interested in something like that, we can talk definitely. There's um, a little green button around booking a discovery call to learn more about how we do that. So make sure you do that because if you're leaving here and you have all of these questions and it's kind of not making sense, then you should book a discovery call like right now. But let me tell you a little bit about Empower because I think it's really important because a lot of times what's happening is that we aren't giving ourselves permission to say yes to ourselves. We aren't. We will say yes to everyone else, people pleasing, right? but not ourselves. And we will normalize and say the struggle and the sacrifice that I've had to go through at work, at my job, at home or whatever, that's normal. That's not a big deal. It is. That's not how we were meant to live. That's not who we need to be. And if you want a change, you can actually have that. You can actually have success on your own terms. And so definitely If that's resonating with you, you should book a call and let's talk through kind of what are the different ways we can support you. So let me give you some insight into what Empowered is because it's literally the only community and program that provides that strategy and system to actually transform your life and particularly help you to find success, whether you're moving to a new venture, home or work. So we have a virtual community that some of you are in, right? Empowered the community, the basic community with weekly challenges that keep you moving forward, that keep you accountable, that help you to think about what is it that I need to move forward this week, right? To get closer to my goal. We have a huge video and (laughs) article hub that is divided into those nine specific domains that I talked about under our four, I'm sorry, 12 specific domains that I talked about under those four four components of our system. We also have live events, masterclasses with some amazing, amazing women. Um, if you go into our events page, you can actually see all of the ones and we offer about eight to 10 actually in a, in a month of live events that include our book club discussions, include our master classes, include spotlight interviews with guest experts, and also virtual networking. And then we have our courses. We have our Claim Your Courage course to help with all of the delegation, you know, trying to build yourself up as a master communicator. We have our Managing Motherhood course in there. We also have our signature course, which is Empowered. And the Empowered course is our baby. That is where everything started with our 12 domains and 12 modules and 12 workbooks. And we go through that together, right? It's a process. It's not a race, but it's a process to uncover this. So we make sure that we're moving in the direction that's going to be that's going to help us get to our best selves, whether that be as a new business owner, whether that be as an outstanding person showing up in their career as themselves and stopping the code switching, or if it means like being able to be at home, be present, but also be able to just have your space as well. The other things that we offer, of course, are group coaching. And so we have group coaching weekly. We have up to two hours of group coaching weekly, and it's all with people who know us, right? People who look like us, people who understand what the challenges are. Being a Black woman in medicine, that's really intentional and important. 
And for those of you who need that accountability, we have one-on-one strategy sessions. <laughs> so those one-on-one strategy sessions are with me. I get to kick people's butt, but in a nice way, right? And move people forward and really get excited about seeing how people's lives have changed. You know, even in like two months, I remember one of our people, Joanna, who actually um, did a session with us to talk about her, her experience. She hasn't even finished and she's like, I've made so much progress. And so these are the kind of things that like keep me motivated, right? Because you have to, like we said, using your past and identifying your passion is going to keep you going for the long run because you know that this is what you were meant to do. Okay. One of the things that's really important is that you have that ability now to show up more confidently and authentically and to not second guess what you've, you want to create and know that that is what you want to do. And you'll have more clarity about what's next, you know, not working and the courage to actually change it. Cause sometimes that's the hardest part to just be courageous. And you'll also have the accountability that'll help you move forward, not make the excuses <laughs> that we often make. And so let me just talk to you a little bit about the fact that it's really important to right now you might be like, you know, I don't know if I should book this and inaction is what continues to breed kind of, it's like a cycle inaction kind of breeds that lack of clarity, that lack of clarity breeds inaction. And that's kind of where people sit. And it's not until you take that step many times that that's when everything happens for you. That's when the door opens, you know, and that's a really important thing. And so one of the things that you need is you need the people who are going to support and say, you can do this. And also to know that there are five different blocks that we usually have, which are either I'm damaged, I can't do it. I don't have the plan. I am too distracted. There's too much going on for me. I don't have enough people around me to do this. I don't have the things I need or the the skills that I need. These are all able to be overcome. You just have to actually take the action to say, who's going to help me get there? And so that is really important. And I want to tell you that this is not for everyone, right? There are some of you and it's kind of like, but that sounds like I'm going to have to do work. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to. I think about the fact that I am leaving my job to do this full time and it did not come without doing the self-discovery and doing figuring out the skills. But I also had a strategist with me. I also had someone who was doing that. And I did that from very early because I knew that this was not going to be something that I wanted to fumble around with. This was going to be the thing that I, I wanted for my children, for my legacy. I now have two girls who are like thinking about what their businesses are going to be. I have time with them to see them, you know, and I have that flexibility. And so there is an opening for you, all of you to start to think about how could life, what do I want my life to look like? And why have I told myself that I can't have that? Okay. We are black women. Everyone's telling us what we can and cannot do. We need to let everyone know that we can do whatever we want, but it's the mindset. It's about unlearning the things that have been told to us that our value is in this that we're doing, even if it's a struggle or it's a sacrifice. 
our value is in, we're inherently valuable and we just need to start to relearn that and also need the guidance on how, what are the strategies that I can use to start to move forward quickly and make the progress, get the small wins so I can make bigger wins and keep getting clarity and keep taking action for success. So let me tell you that this is not for everyone. If you're not ready, if you're thinking that you don't want to be coachable and you don't want to like actually like interrogate the things that you're doing, it's probably not for you. If you are someone who doesn't want to be around, you know, other women who are in that same position and getting support and having new guides, I'm having new peers who are supporting you. Um, if you're more closed off and not willing to kind of open up and look at what is the possibility for me, then Empowered is probably not for you. So um, you don't need to book a discovery call if that's you. But if it is you, if the opposite is you, someone who is willing to learn, someone who's ready to have a change, who's is tired of just like letting life just happen instead of taking control, if that's you, then let's talk and let's let's share about that. Last but most importantly, I think what's really important is to know that we not only have coaching from me, but we have monthly coaching that is around mindset and career success, right? The mindset was everything that came in here. We have a coach, Dr. Maisha, who is amazing, who's been doing this forever. She's in here. We have a financial coach, Dr. Latifat, for our change makers and our vision builders, which are our group coaching and then our group coaching and strategy sessions um, levels. And so we've tried to incorporate in here the things that are going to be super successful. So I want you to take ownership of your life. I want you to move forward with it. I want you to think about action. I want to make sure that you know that there's a space for us to work together to make sure that that moves forward for you to swim in 2021, not sink. Okay. Cause everyone's moving around thinking they're going to sink and not taking action. You're going to be different. You're going to take action. You're going to ha be ready for 2021 and be like, don't worry, I I'm good. I'm ready. And that's what we need right now.